0: Happy Easter. Happy Happy Passover. Passover. Ramadan (laughs) Burarek. Yes, we are in the midst of the holiday season. Passover began Wednesday, continues through, um, and uh, we're in the middle of Ramadan, so whatever you celebrate, wherever you come from, Whether you're here in person or online, you are welcome here. I am Jonalu Johnstone, uh, the co lead interim minister for reflection and discovery. She, her, we are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. This morning, I'll mention some particular beliefs of Christianity and Judaism and Islam about the holidays, including mentions of slavery and resurrection from the dead. All with a very UU perspective, though. I especially want to welcome you if you're new to the church If you're with us on the live stream, please feel free to say hello in the comments and let us know where you're from when you're viewing the service. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in each person, so it's in that tradition that I invite you to greet the holy among us this morning, either in the comments online or simply by turning to those Around you here in the sanctuary to greet the holy among us this morning.
1: Good morning. My name is Carolyn Griminger. I'm your lay leader this morning. I want to make everybody feel welcome. I'm glad you're all here. What a full house, huh? If you would um, join with me in the words for lighting the chalice this is the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice for everyone. This is the light we shine upon systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth that we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Our call to worship this morning is by Andrea Hawkins Camper. Blessed are we who gather with open hearts together in this space today. Blessed are we, the chalice lighters of resistance, justice, love, and faith. Blessed are we, the heretics, the outcasts, the walkers of our own way. Blessed are we, the border crossers, the refugees, the immigrants, the poor, the wanderers who are not lost. Blessed are we, the transgressors, the trespassers, the passers-by, the cause-takers, the defiant, the compliant. Blessed are we, the hand extenders, the sign makers, the protesters, and the protectors. Blessed are we, the trans women, the trans men, the non-binary, the cisgender, the multigender, the no gender. Blessed are we, the friend, the stranger, the lonely, the hidden, the visible, the authentic. Blessed are we, who rise in solidarity. Blessed are we, who cannot. Blessed are we who do not. Blessed are we, for this is our beloved community, and this is who we are.
0: One of the things that binds us together as a religious community is that we share a common purpose. Each Sunday, we repeat the words of our mission so that we can Stamp them on our hearts and carry them with us throughout the week. Our mission is written here on the wall, and we'll read it together. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. So as we move into a time of centering and meditation, I recall the tension that can exist in these times between birth and death, Easter in many ways bringing them together. And my heart also turns to the Middle East this morning where the intersections of the holidays have created dangerous clashes. And I offer words of prayer from one of my mentors, Reverend Jane Jepka, who grew up you, you, appreciating nature in so many ways. And she offers words written many years ago that seem apt for this year and this time of year. O oh, spirit of life and renewal, we have wintered enough, mourned enough, oppressed ourselves enough, Our souls are too long cold and buried, our dreams all but forgotten, our hopes unheard. We are waiting to rise from the dead. In this, the season of steady rebirth, we awaken to the power so abundant, so holy, that returns each year through earth and sky, We will find our hearts again in our good spirits. We will love and believe and give and wonder and feel again the eternal powers. The flow of life moves ever onward through one faithful spring and another, and now another. May we be forever grateful. Alleluia. Amen. As we prepare to light candles, I invite you to keep in your mind and hearts members of our community who are ill or in sorrow and those who are celebrating joys. We ministers are grateful to receive specific names from you for future services, and I invite you to hold the silence at the end of the meditative time. Let us take a moment in silence and preparation now for silence, knowing that silence includes the human sounds and the children's sounds. I invite you to light candles as we listen to music.
1: We have two meditation readings today The first is an earth song by Langston Hughes It's an earth song And I've waited long for an earth song It's a spring song And I've been waiting long for a spring song Strong as the shoots of a new plant Strong as the bursting of new buds Strong as the coming of the first child from its mother's womb It's an earth song a body song, a spring song. I've been waiting long for this spring song. Our next reading is The Trees by Philip Larkin. The trees are coming into leaf, like something almost being said. The recent buds relax and spread. Their greenness is a kind of grief. Isn't that they are born again as we grow old? No, they die too. This yearly trick of looking new is written down in rings of grain. Yet still the unresting castle thresh in full-grown thickness every May. Last year is dead, they seem to say. Begin afresh, afresh, afresh.
0: So we've fully entered the spring season, and all these holidays come along. Past spring equinox, the light is stronger and longer. And last week, Reverend Anthony helped us see how paganism influenced Easter and how the role of women and goddesses of color has been buried. Really, though, what do these holidays have to do with us? Well, Unitarian universalism descends directly from Christianity, and some of us even call ourselves Jewish or Christian or Muslim you use, though we may have set aside some of the practices, ideas, maybe even the stories, right? We're religious skeptics. We're like the kid who described the Exodus to his mom when she asked what they learned in Sunday school. He said, Moses helped lead the people from slavery in Egypt. His mother nodded. He went on. He released the frogs and bugs he'd been saving up, and he poured dye in the river to make them think it was blood. And then he let out chemical warfare that gave them boils, plus a bunch of other stuff. By now, his mother was frowning and he went on until the Egyptians told them, just get out. So the (laughs) Hebrews left with their half-baked bread and they had to stop at the Red Sea. So Moses built a pontoon bridge across it. But the Egyptians came after them, so Moses radioed for air cover (laughs) that came and bombed the bridge while the Egyptians crossed over and and they fell in the sea. His mother said, that's not how your teacher told you the story. He said, no, but if I told you what they said, you'd never believe it. (laughs) It is important to recognize the differences among the holidays that we have in front of us right now, especially Passover and Easter, um, because of the History of the way that Christians have sometimes misused Passover. Uh, they, some, they, they, these holidays can get mushed together. You know, the Christians say that uh, Jesus, who was a Jew, was arrested during Passover, um, but Passover has its own distinct story. Easter, this distinctly Christian holiday, celebrates the resurrection of Jesus following his murder by Roman authorities. Passover celebrates the escape of the Hebrews or Jews from slavery in, in Egypt. And then Ramadan, which doesn't always come in the spring, but this year it just happens to. Ramadan celebrates the first appearance of the angel Gabriel to Muhammad. Gabriel recited the Quran and the Muslim holy book to Muhammad. Now, all these different holidays with different practices and different stories, even different food. But there's one thing that these three holidays have in common. They don't have a particular date on the calendar that we use every, every day. Now, this makes a certain amount of sense for Passover and Ramadan because they're based on a different calendar than we usually use. They, they are based on a Jewish uh, calendar and a Muslim uh, calendar, and those calendars are based on the cycles of the moon. So the holidays can move around, either in the case of Jews a little bit or in the case of Muslims a lot. Easter, though, is not based on a lunar calendar. It's based on the calendar that we use every day of our lives, a solar calendar. Now, most all of our holidays stay on the same date every year or the same Monday or Thursday of the month, except Easter. And when I was a child, the unpredictability of Easter frustrated me. I never knew when it would come. I couldn't figure it out. Maybe it was March. Maybe it was April. Maybe it would feel like spring. Maybe I'd freeze in my new spring outfit. Do you know the formula for setting the date of Easter? Okay, some of you do. It's the first Sunday after the first full moon, after the spring equinox. So spring equinox happens. Then there's a full moon. Then it's Sunday. So that is fully tied into earth-based customs. Just like the name is. Because uh, as we heard last week, the name Easter doesn't come out of the Christian tradition. It comes from paganism. Anyway, Easter comes as a bit of a surprise. Like spring does. Spring seems to come suddenly. One morning you wake up and the trees are in bud. A poet once wrote, suddenly the green appears on the trees as if the green passed silently from one tree to another. Suddenly, suddenly something turns and despair is replaced by joy. I don't know what turns it, but I know that I don't. Of course, spring also comes at different times and different places. My first year serving in Madison, Wisconsin, I scheduled a flower ceremony way too early. (laughs) Turns out spring doesn't come in Wisconsin until June. Here, on the other hand, we're well into spring by the time Easter comes. When I was living in rural West Virginia in the 1980s, I knew it was spring each year when I drove past the herds of sheep that dotted the hillsides and noticed the little lambs with their mothers. I started to look in February, scanning each herd I would pass, hoping to sight the very first lamb of spring Somehow it was tied in with the cake my mother used to bake that was a lamb that she put coconut on. And it was connected to the feel of dirt unfrozen from the ground and taking tank tops out of boxes in the closet. Spring came each year when the lambs appeared and the world changed. That reassured me somehow of the predictability of the world. The lambs were tiny and fuzzy on trembling legs. The depth of beauty I felt was in the fragility of those creatures, fragile, yet ever so real, so alive, so precious. That moment when I saw the first lamb of spring became more profound and joyful with each year that passed. And my colleagues in divinity school used to make fun of my little lammy theology of Easter. But I don't think those people have been around farms much, or they wouldn't find it quite so simplistic. Poet John Seuss, about whom I know very little, has written To be of the earth is to know the restlessness of being a seed, the darkness. Of being planted, the struggle toward the light, the joy of bursting forth and bearing fruit, the love of being food for someone, the scattering of your seeds, the decay of the seasons, the mystery of death, and the miracle of birth. In that short verse, Suze tells us that every part of the process is legitimate and real. We can only be where we are in that moment, whether a restless seed lying fallow, waiting or struggling and bearing fruit, whether engaged in birthing or dying. Hallelujah isn't always easy to sing. The words can catch in one's throat when it feels out of time. There are a few lines from the song Hallelujah that Leonard Cohen wrote. Even if it all went wrong, I'll stand before the Lord of song with nothing on my lips but hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if it all went wrong, even if it all went wrong, wrong that's faith to keep singing hallelujah even when you don't feel it when you're at that place on the journey that is buried beneath the ground somehow even in that knowing that the spring will come again that with no but with no inkling of when you can keep on and croak out a hallelujah out of the depths and darkness of winter comes the light of spring. Out of deeply buried, dead-looking bulbs come the daffodils. From the aging sheep comes the newborn lamb. From the, our own serious personal losses and wounds comes our growth and rebirth. Out of the darkness of Good Friday, there comes the triumphant light of Easter. May we notice the changing of the seasons in the world and in our lives, and may those changes be a source of blessing. I invite you to join in an affirmation of life that I've adapted from words by Max Coutts, 20th century UU minister, poet, and sculptor, and Ala Rene Bozarth, one of the first women ordained as an Episcopal minister in 1974. You have a response that's printed in the order of service. And do we have a slide for that? At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Alleluia. So let's say that together one time. At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Hallelujah. So, we need a celebration that speaks the spring-inspired word about life and death, about slavery and freedom, about the revelation of the divine through all the cycling seasons, days, and years. At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Alleluia.
1: We need something to crack our hard brown December husks and push life out from confinement of inner tombs to emancipation in the light of day.
0: At At Easter, Easter, we are alive alive again. Again.
1: At Passover, Passover, we we are are free free again. Again. At Ramadan,
0: Ramadan, we we are blessed again. again. Alleluia. We escape bringing with us only what we carry, not waiting for the bread to rise. We will sing songs and stay together close for warmth. We will touch each other and tell our stories, knowing that through the touch and the tales, we are saved. At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Alleluia.
1: We feel inspired by everything that points to the holy, listening for angel songs, and stories.
0: At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Alleluia. We must move the seasons of the self so that winter will not go on, so that spring can come for us and in us. At Easter, we are alive again. At Passover, we are free again. At Ramadan, we are blessed again. Alleluia.
1: Please join me in the words for Extinguishing the Flame. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again.
0: And now a benediction. Change then mourning into praise, and for dirges, anthems raise. How our spirits soar and sing, how our hearts leap with the spring. Alleluia. So may it be today in this precious moment.